Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Amber Ray, author, artist, and speaker. Amber is a real inspiration in her ability to analyze her life and realize just what she's felt passionate about, that she wasn't doing it, and then set about making it happen. It is a process, and Amber Ray did the absolute great work of documenting her experiences to share with the world, those of us desiring to live our passion as well. We can discover this in Amber Ray's new book, Choose Wonder Over Worry, Move Beyond Fear and Doubt to Unlock Your Full Potential. And Amber is right here to share insights with us this morning. Amber Ray, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us today. Of course. Good morning to you as well. Thank you. And I think this is uh, such a wonderful way to begin the day is, well, looking at the title of your book, Choose Wonder Over Worry. That's one great thing to start off the day thinking along those lines, isn't it? Mm, Absolutely. So that is a really great part of our conversation that we can look forward to is keep that in mind. We're going to choose wonder over worry. And then the subtitle, Move Beyond Fear and Doubt to Unlock Your Full Potential. Now, isn't that another vastly exciting thing to think of uh, as we begin a day? Absolutely. I I love how you're framing this. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, there is so much uh, content in this book that is so important and really uh, valuable in our lives. First, the importance, because many of us perhaps don't really think about these things. We might just kind of move through life and bounce around thinking like, why is this happening? And I really appreciate that you have us stop, take a look at this, and really have a conversation with ourselves because we're doing it Mm -hmm. anyway, but now you have us really considering this consciously, right? Absolutely. So that's my take on it. But Amber, you're the one who's taken your time and your awarenesses and the passion too is an important part of it. Tell us how you came to make the decision to write the book, Choose Wonder Over Worry. Well, I feel like you've just given such a beautiful frame and setup because, you know, what happened is I wasn't very conscious of the conversations going on inside of my head. And I wasn't aware or I knew that, you know, I felt held back or stuck in certain ways in my life. I feel like I wasn't realizing or living up to my full potential. And there was a voice inside my head, you know, saying, who are you to do this? You're not good enough. What are they going to think of you? And I was buying into and believing these stories. And it was when I began to really wonder about them, wonder, you know, where is this I'm not good enough story coming from? Where did I learn that? Uh, who, who taught me that? As I, as I began to get curious and wonder about these conversations happening inside of me, that's when a opening happened in my life. And that's really when I began to discover another voice, which I call wonder, which is that curious inner guide that wants to both be aware and tune into the inner dialogue and inner conversations, as well as push us to grow and move beyond our discomfort and step into, you know, uncomfortable but exciting challenges in our lives. And I feel that a big part of this is that the fact that we're all always in a process of growth, at least I hope that we think of ourselves as growing all the time, not the opposite direction. 
And so we we would look at you and think, oh, she's a successful woman. But as you talk about what was going on for you, you're showing us that th- this was happening for you. So that means you're working on growth and moving forward. That encourages us, us to do the same in our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, part of how this also began was that you know, I had carved the path and lived the life that I thought I should. Everything looked really great on paper. And yet still, I felt this sense of emptiness from within. I felt like I was living someone else's life and it wasn't my life, but I didn't know, you know, what that would look like because I had followed the script of, you know, how society teaches us to live. And so that was, again, where the wonder came in because there was this call inside of me saying, like, who are you? There's more. And let's go find out what's possible. And so I, you know, I set out on this truth-seeking quest where I just, I really turned my life into this living laboratory. And I began to try on different experience, experiments, both in my career, in relationships, in my own mental health, in my emotional well-being, in dating. And, you know, really with this perspective of wonder, began to be curious about, you know, what was possible. And that is one of the key things is choosing wonder over worry because so much life is wasted over that Mm -hmm. second word, the worry, and it makes Mm -hmm. no sense because it's so such a minor part of what really acts out in life, right? Absolutely. You know, we've evolved as a species with a threat mechanism system in our brain, which means that you know, worry and fear are wired in us for our own safety. Worry and fear want to protect us from danger. However, anytime we're doing something meaningful or unknown or novel, it also triggers that sense and feeling of threat. And that's when the fear arises and says, don't go there because something might go wrong. Don't go there. You might get hurt. Don't go there. Like you might fail and be rejected and people might laugh at you. And so we're constantly being challenged to say, okay, that's important to to me. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go there anyway. You know, thank you, fear, for trying to protect me. But there's this call that I want to step into. There's this curiosity that I want to explore, even if I don't know what's going to happen yet. And so we're kind of, we're set up for this just by nature of being human beings and this goes on. Exactly. Right? So having that awareness is that I would expect that big aha moment, like maybe mm-hmm. this is brand new news to you, to someone listening. Totally. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And like, you know, and that's, I love what you said. It's, it's an active choice. It's a daily choice. It's a moment by moment choice. I remember reading the book, the soul of money by Lynn twist. And she talks about the myth of scarcity that our society is really built around. And, you know, she says in the beginning that most of us wake up and before we've even gotten out of bed, we think I don't have enough. I didn't get enough sleep and I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do. I refer to this in the book as the myth of not enough. You know, I'm not good enough, smart enough, powerful enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. And these are the sorts of conversations and myths that we can buy into. And that is really making the choice of worry, which is making the choice to let these unconscious stories to drive our actions and behaviors. And instead, that's when we can choose wonder. We can say, hey, do I actually want to buy into the story that I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do today? Or do I actually want to wonder about what's most important, what my real priorities are, and how I can make time for those? 
So that's where, you know, the first step is really to become aware that there, A, it is a choice and being willing to make that choice. And then to notice when in your life, in your morning, when you're preparing for something important, if your come from is a place of worry or if your come from is a place of wonder. And what's beautiful here is with this book, Choose Wonder Over Worry, is you share your story, you share stories of others, and it's a journal, an opportunity to journal, because Mm -hmm. that's where we're really going to find those insights, those stories that are potentially holding us back, or the stories that will also propel us forward, that you help and guide us in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer I, I, you know, as a storyteller, I love to tell stories. And the reason I love to tell stories is because stories have changed my life. When I can hear someone else reveal themselves, I can see myself in that story. And, you know, when I thought about writing this book, I really wanted to go there and really, you know, truth tell and share things that felt scary to share. Then also, you know, have that unlock or create an aha on the reader but then create the opportunity for them to then write and dig into their own story. That is, you know, 10 years ago when I, when I really began this, this path, journaling was the thing that really changed everything for me because it helped me become aware of my own thoughts and stories. And it helped me dig into things that were in the unconscious and to make them more conscious. Uh, Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way, she talks about the concept of morning pages, which are these three stream of consciousness pages that you do every day. And that's been a technique that's so powerful. So I wanted to weave into the book spaces for people to, you know, write and express and go there and tell themselves the truth about where they are so that they could create a new tomorrow. So they could really uncover what's energizing them and propelling them forward as well as what's in their way and what's holding them back. And so they could get really real with themselves. And you you mentioned other books, and so there is a lot of this awareness around, but it is a bit of an earlier generation. I think what's happening here is you are talking to a more contemporary, just the the style and the language and maybe the format of it, or just the general energy of it, I feel, Amber, is speaking... (laughs) kind of to a little bit younger generation and a, and a perfect timing because, you know, get started on this now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I'm 32 and a half years old, so <laughs> and a half. You know, I'm not, I'm 32 and a half. So it's coming from that lens and perspective. And, you know, the, I see the generation, whether it's Gen Y or Gen Z and the amount of, because I know my senior year of, or freshman year of college, Facebook came out and now you know, kids are growing up with Facebook. And so we have this whole digital digital world, which can create a lot of anxiety because, you know, even though technology enables us to be so connected, it can actually create a dis- disconnection from ourselves and people because it's not actual in-person true sense of connection and belonging. And so I really, you know, I think there's heightened anxiety, heightened worry, heightened comparison of are those people online who are portraying their lives in this perfect way better than me. And there's a lot of worry and angst that comes from that. So I wanted to speak to that. But also, you know, it's, it's interesting because I didn't know how cross-generational the book would be, but I've had a lot of people in their 50s and 60s read it and have, you know, huge aha moments, even into their 70s. I had a woman actually write me today. 
So it's been really interesting to see that while, you know, I'm 32 years old and I'm sharing my perspectives, they're really, you know, this message of choosing wonder over worry really transcends age. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, and hopefully, as I mentioned earlier, we're all constantly learning and growing because the other side of it is is not too appealing at all. So it's wonderful that you are getting that response. And and yet when I mention uh, perhaps like this younger generation, sometimes there's just the language and the way things are presented that will trigger and, and draw a younger generation in. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Oh, so here you. So in in terms of uh, connecting online, do you like people to follow you on Facebook or Instagram or um, a website? What's your preference? My preference is Instagram because it's very visual, and you know I love to create drawings and images that that portray these ideas. And it's just I feel like such an easy way to connect and communicate with people. So yeah, I'm, I'm Hey Amber Ray on Instagram, and it's one of my favorite ways to engage and connect. Well, terrific. So. Let's all make note of that and be able to do that. Although I have to confess, uh, I have not gotten into Instagram myself. So I'll have to check that out. (laughs) This will be my opportunity. I I have a newsletter, amberray.com, and you can sign up for the newsletter where I send a lot of these. I send weekly wonders, which are inspirational posts. Isn't that a great phrase? Weekly wonders. (laughs) Maybe we'll aim to have our daily wonders too, right? I mean, on our own. Yes. Absolutely. And that's part of, I think, journaling is, you know, finding that kind of thing that will be a trigger for us, that will uh, help us to keep looking inside ourselves and questioning ourselves. And that's the thing, because I uh, you share that in the style of your book by showing us how you question, like, why did I feel that anger? Why did I feel mm. that joy? What's happening? We sometimes just overlook that and keep moving forward, but questioning, why is that feeling inside of myself? Where is, where is it really rooted, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I think in our society, there's a lot of negative connotation around emotions or, you know, I don't know how many people are taught to really feel their feelings growing up. It's more you know, like for me, you know, be a good girl, please perfect, perform. And as a result of that, I repressed a lot of my emotions for a long time. And, you know, later that exploded in different ways. And that really led to my profound curiosity around emotional wellness and what our emotions are are here to tell us and give us. And, you know, anger is such a useful tool to tell us when a boundary has been crossed and something's not okay. And so, you know, if anger arises, that's when we can get curious. That's when we can wonder and say, you know, what message does anger have for me? Why am I upset here? What needs aren't being met? What boundary has been crossed? Or, you know, envy. I like to think of envy as inspiration in disguise because what envy is illuminating is untapped potential within us that we're seeing in someone else and wanting. And so with envy, we can also get curious and think, hmm, you know, I'm envious of them because of this. And what that is illuminating for me is this. So my next step is this. And so, you know, once we can really learn to relate to our emotions and learn to, through that relationship, be curious, we can really unearth a lot of wisdom for our path or 
I like to think of anxiety as our very loyal friend that will wake us up in the middle of the night to tell us that something is not right. And so anxiety is saying, hey, danger, let me get your attention. Something isn't right here. Mm-hmm. And so we can say, hey, anxiety, you know, what, what's going on? What do you want me to know? And then, you know, through this relationship, what's interesting is that we can discern between the emotions that are really useful in trying to protect us or give us a piece of wisdom for our past, or the emotions that are more of that toxic recurring dialogue. Like I mentioned earlier around fear, you know, fear might show up just as we're about to do something meaningful or courageous because fear is scared that something could go wrong. Fear is scared of that unknown. Fear hates the unknown. But that's when we can say, oh, wait, fear actually is pointing me exactly toward what I care about. And so, of course, I'm afraid. If I didn't feel afraid, then it wouldn't matter that much to me. And so, you know, my goal with this book and really I think a lifetime of work I have ahead of me is how do we understand the messages of our emotions? How do we relate to them? How do we decode their language so that we can work with them rather than trying to push them away or silence them or repress them? So much self-awareness comes from that. And that's one of the gifts of this book, Choose Wonder Over Worry, that I feel uh, you are gifting us with, Amber, is that that questioning, because it helps us to feel uh, more of an empowerment and and really be be able to learn and grow. It's it's couldn't be more critical. Mm, Thank you. And so here's where, again, the journaling, I think, will be beneficial. Uh, however we want to do it, I think, I th- actually, like I, I like pen and paper, having a, a special book where we can share these feelings for ourselves, these insights, so that we can really then look back and see the progress. Because it's, it's going to keep going forward. It's not like it's something, I've done that, it's done, it's over with. It's going to come in at a at a, a different level. I, I see ourselves as spiraling upwards. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's like you know working out. You don't work out once and see results. Right. You work out over a period of time, and so journaling is like it's like yoga for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's that practice and that consistency that really allows all of the wisdom and the insights to emerge. I'm so curious. Do you journal? Not here we go. Such honesty. Uh, not as much as I know I ought to. How's that? But I, I you know, the, when I do journal, there is, um, there's just so much insight that comes to me, a, a greater understanding, and I know it's valuable. So, see, mm-hmm. here's my lesson again. G- get back on it. <laughs> yep. Thank you for the reminder. I'm happy to be your, I'm happy to be your, gent, your gentle nudge. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, and, and in doing that, we're giving that gentle nudge to those who are engaged with us this morning. And, and consider that because from that, you realized your dream of having your own book published, right? Wasn't that important Absolutely. in it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it was, and this is precisely where I, in journaling, discovered that, wow, I've been playing small. It was actually, I woke up on my 30th birthday, and I, you know, expected it's a birthday, happy birthday. I expected to feel the sense of happiness, and instead, I felt really, I felt a deep sadness. 
And I feel like years prior, I would have been like, it's my birthday. Let's pop open champagne and have mimosas. And instead, I really practicing this work and this tool, pulled out my journal and wrote at the page, hey, sadness, I see you hanging out here. What is it that you want me to know? And what sadness eventually told me about three pages in is that you're playing small and I'm sick of it. It's time to really focus on the things that matter most. And at that point, you know, I had worked with so many Seth Godin and several different authors to launch, you know, a number of books. And I was always behind the scenes as a catalyst for other people's ideas. And that's when through journaling, it was so became so clear to me over and over day after day of it's time to write your book. It's time to write your book. It's time to really own this message and put it out into the world. And so thank you, journaling. Thank you, inner self-awareness and guides for really pushing me there because, you know, that that's what those are the sorts of insights that can be given to us. And that was really what propelled me to fully commit. And there's a huge encouragement for all of us to see how that mm. works is how that uh, subconscious or superconscious mind of ours then can Ooh. kick in, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Superconscious, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because it exists and sometimes, you know, we just don't realize that that's it. But if we open ourselves up and in such a simple way of journaling, we do open ourselves up to that, the messages coming through. Absolutely. And it's interesting. Some, I think it can show up in other ways, too, in our dreams. Uh, yes. It's definitely when our, our, our super conscious is speaking. So I actually began a dream journal where I would, I would wake up and write down whatever happened in the dream. And then um, there's a, a practice by Carl Jung where he says that everything you dream of is actually just you in some form. So let's say I was dreaming about someone from the past. That person was, um, I would like, you know, wonder about my relationship to that person and what that means for me versus like how I would think about that person, if that makes sense. And so it became this whole like, you know, journey into the dreams and understanding what the dreams are speaking. And then in our body, um, before I committed to the book, I kept noticing that I had physical pain in my right foot. And now I'm like going super deep into all of the like aspects, but you know, my right foot is my masculine side and foot is all about taking a step forward. And so it was as if I had pain in my body telling me to take a step forward and make a choice. And what's interesting is that when I did commit to the path of the book, the pain in my foot that I had for a year went away. Oh, isn't that exciting <laughs> to, <laughs> to have that awareness and to see understand how all these different parts of ourselves are always communicating and giving us information. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That is just really awesome. I really appreciate that. And of course, what's important here is self-awareness, self-growth. And then as we are growing, doesn't it then reflect in our relationships with others? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We can only, you know, in my experience, we can only go and connect as deeply with another as we can with ourselves. And so it's this inside out journey. The more that we do that inner work, the more that we, you know, grow in ways that we're a little afraid to grow, the more that we become aware of our own thoughts and become aware of the way we treat ourselves, that will show up as a reflection with everyone around us. And so it's, 
you know, I know that with my, my fiance and I, the more that him and I have become aware of our own stories, the more that we can then communicate about them with each other and find harmony in our relationship. And that it you share some of that story of how there's a recommitment that goes on, too, of, you know, wanting, as you move forward, we don't just stay at this plateau. We encourage each other to keep on growing, and, and it just enhances, again, our own personal growth and our growth together. Absolutely. In fact, one of the phrases I love to share is that I remember when I met one of my now best friends, Laura, about four years ago, she said to me, and she's been such a profound teacher for me, she said, you know, I just want you to know that our relationship is a no morality zone, which means that there's no right or wrong here. There's nothing that you could do to ever like, I love you regardless as a human, as a person. And I just want us to always, if something's coming up, if we're afraid, if we're scared to say something, if we feel like we're avoiding a hard conversation, we just call forth the no morality zone where it's totally safe to share really what's going on. And, you know, I think we can create that, that that container with people that we love and go and say, hey, you know, this is scary for me to share, but I really want to have this no morality, no right or wrong zone to enter with you to talk about, you know, what's happening inside. And in that, you know, space and zone of safety, so much growth can emerge and so much connection can be created. Yes, that deeper connection that mm-hmm. uh, uh, such a bond rather than so much superficiality that exists uh, around uh, around us in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that all of that is just so incredible, and this is what all of us deserve. It doesn't just happen by magic. It does take that choice, that making that decision. I I really want to become all that I can be. And uh, here you are helping us uh, through all of that, Amber. Mm. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, This book, Choose Wonder Over Worry, is really a a great guide. We can make it our personal guide. Uh, We Mm. may find other things as well, but I think that this has so much wisdom to impart and is really an excellent way to get started. Or, you know, maybe we're along the path, you know, just take another look and, and see how we might gain some other direction of awareness. It's just always kind of um, prickling at us, you know, challenging us a bit. Absolutely. Get started or go deeper. Yes, exactly. So, uh, of course, we can get this book, Choose Wonder Over Worry, at any of our favorite book sources, correct? Yep. Yep. Anywhere books are sold. So it's all there. And let's again mention the Instagram and website so that we can uh, get more awareness, and just keep up with the stories. Absolutely. So choosewonder.com is the place to go for the book, as well as that'll lead you to all the retailers. And there's some wondrous surprises there. Amberray.com is my personal site and blog. And that's where you can sign up for the weekly wonder newsletter. And then I'm Hey Amber Ray on Instagram, Twitter, and Amber Ray on Facebook. So many different ways, whatever is the right trigger for for us to want to stay connected, be connected, and, you know, just really keep on being encouraged in our personal journey to really become the person that we dreamed we could be or even beyond mm. 
perhaps our wildest dreams, would you say? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Above and beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, this has been just such a delight. I really appreciate who you are, what you do, Amber Ray. And I do really thank you for taking time with us this morning and sharing some of these really wonderful, sparkling insights. Oh, my pleasure. It was so beautiful to talk with you as well. Many thanks. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Amber Ray and Sunday Morning Magazine with Madeline Wood, Robin Tatsuda, and Claire Tierney from the Ark of King County. I hope that you have your calendar pegged for Saturday morning at Renton Memorial Stadium. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the on-air tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of really seeing the gift of each member of our family. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9, the station to pick you up and make you feel good. Good morning.